we're talking about concepts and the, the earlier sightings of whatever they were dropping. I was super confused. I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know what the theme is. I don't know what the, what, what's going on. I know it's Air Max and it's their first time getting an Air Max. We know concept does dunks all the time, but I'm like, what's the, what's the rhyme or reason? And like, at first I was like, nope, I'm good. I don't like anything about this shoe until I know what's going on. And then I guess this week they dropped the teaser or the, the actual copy for what the inspiration behind the shoe was. And they're talking like more or less Woodstock, like old school, hippie day, yeah. like happiness and joy and whatever. And like, I kind of, I, I understand a little bit more of the theme, but I also saw the green one prior to the theme. And I'm like, this is cohesive for me. I can deal with this. Like, I like this a lot. The burgundy cues, the, the corduroy, the denim, the sky look to it. And now with the copy, seeing like the sky for like sit, laying down, like looking up at the clouds. That's what I feel like the denim looks like. Like um, the muted green for like a fan or just those overthrows that they would walk around at like Woodstock with. Like it oh, all makes sense. The ponchos. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So like now that I get a theme, the green was fire already. But like now that I get the theme too, I'm yeah. like, okay, I like this more now. That's where I'm at. I concur. What 100%. Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Paisley, so but Paisley anything got my attention right away, but it was a bit confusing. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Like, like you said, I had no idea what direction or what, what the, uh, the, the concept behind the concept was. So I, I was kind of thrown for a loop, but as you know, I dove in a little bit more and the, and the story kind of played itself out and I'm like, I, it grew on me and it grew on me. And then I was, in, I was like, yeah, I have these, these, are, these are phenomenal for every single reason that Mikey just said, like, it, it started to make sense. I, I didn't even think about it. You know, the denim looking up at the sky, just laying there watching it, but I'm looking at a picture right now. I'm like, dude, that's exactly what it is. They're clouds. Yeah, yeah. It's phenomenal. It's, it's a spectacular shoot. And I'm, that's, it's, a, I'm definitely, it's definitely a, I'm, I'm going to add that to the, to the box heaven <laughs> over there. I like the little, I like the little cow hit. A little hit of cow on the right above the toe box. The beast card. Dave looked like he just looked down at the pair to double check to see where. It was no, at. no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> just the invoice. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I don't know. Just the invoice. You hit already. You already copped a pair. No comment. Oh, that's a yes. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a yes. You said invoice. I heard well, that. It was always a yes. It's always, mm, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the. Yeah, the one that Jason Tatum was wearing. I'm. I'm still not. Not a big fan of that one. But the green one. The green one. And that's the one. I guess that's releasing Saturday. Is. Is the one. That's the one that's always looked good to me. Like, uh, I love the velvet hits too. That rope. Ooh. Yeah, so I, I thought they were gonna I thought it was like a Jimi Hendrix in, inspired shoe when I first saw it. That was like immediately what I saw with the guitar pick, right? Like for concepts. That's mm -hmm. what I thought. So um it's a it's a it's a good thing. It's a good theme, it's an okay theme. Like I I usually we usually I feel like get a little bit more um in terms of specificity when it comes to like something like that, like they, they usually pick a person or really pick like an, a, a specific music festival um, or a specific year, but they didn't. And it was just sort of 60s music festivals, which was, it seems really broad to me, but I guess they're doing a bunch of shoes or it seems like they're gonna have a bunch of shoes released. So I guess it's all right. But the green, green's fire. I'm worried about the shape though. Um, <laughs> I saw, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom posted a pair and the shape on it looked a little, looked a little too, 
banana tail. I mean, you're not going to get over it. It is what it is. You're going to see some that have the good shape and some that have the bad shape. Yeah. Because there's, there's another Air Max one that just got, that I saw floating around today. It's like the, the one-off or something like that, I think it's called. And it's got all different hues of brown. Uh, if I knew what my phone was. Oh, it's actually my lighting. Is that the one with like the, the cracked, like looking midsole? Um, I'm going to send you a picture right now, as a matter of fact. So you can see exactly what I'm talking about, but it's like it's uh it's beige, brown, green, and it has the like the heavy double stitch that you can see through all of the paneling. Right, now, I'm sending it to you right now, Dave. And it looks like it has like a little yes, yes, it does have a cracked midsole. As a matter of fact, now that I'm looking at it a little bit closer, that big distressed midsole. Yeah, I don't know if James, you could see it. It might be like super bright on my screen. It's a little bright. Sorry. Wait, here, someone sent it, it to kind, me. It kind of looks like the, the what was the one? The craft, um, the craft one? Is that, was that what they, they called it? Something like that, yeah. It reminds, that she reminds me a lot of that. If, it, if you were going to mimic a, uh, a Jordan 1 into an Air Max 1, like those two kind of hit the same general idea for me. What's it? It's called the Wabi Sabi, huh? That what it's called? The Wabi Sabi. I just DM'd it to you, James. Yeah, I sent it too. Let me see. You sent it to me too, or are we in the same group chat? Yeah, it does have a crack hole. That's interesting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like that, and the shape looks a little, eh, but I mean, what are you going to do? I'm not going to not buy it. The shape is a little off. Did you see yeah. the Air Max one? Uh, which one? The, the Air Max, the 326 actual. Yeah, Air Max. I just sent you that one too. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, man. That guy. <laughs> It so reminds the prism. Me of concept, oh. that concept, the concept, uh, what was that dunk? Yeah, the dunk for Christmas. The SV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yep. yeah, it's got the prism style. Um, upper. Upper. Yeah. Yep. So that was actually. I, I, I like it. Be, it was supposed to be clouds for, for, from my understanding, from early on last year, Air Max Day, because I was still like at the shop and we had obviously the spring meeting for Nike and they were like, oh, the, th the 326 is going to be clouds. It'll be clouds throughout the whole thing. And I guess they decided to change it to this. I mean, I kind of like this too. I'm already, I mean, hopefully this doesn't air, well, it might air before I can get them, but I'm probably going to dip dye them to different color and let that iridescent do something different just because, because I feel like that would be super dope. Maybe like a navy or like a light navy, Ooh. let the blues yeah. blow themselves out. I think that'll look super dope with that iridescent. So I'm going to try and definitely get them just to do that at least. They're, uh, there, there doesn't seem to be anything crazy or overhyped for Air Max Day, even if I or Air Max Month, whatever you want to call it. Even if you consider like Concepts collab part of that, it doesn't seem like it's anything that we've sort of experienced in the past, where they're making like a huge fanfare. And so, are you guys into that? Are you guys? I would. Eh. I feel like they might be a little bit hesitant because of protocol still. Obviously, like you don't want to host this big event and then have to worry like where you're hosting it, if people can go. It's not like the Super Bowl where, you know, mandates or whatever is loose. Like New York is supposed to be dropping them, but you don't know. You don't know what's going on in all these other states, like where you would do it. So it's like, okay, let's try and do like some kind of hype around certain things. So Boston's going to get a pair. You see the 326 pair. You see other Air Max ones floating around. 
Plus, we keep forgetting that like it's also the 40th anniversary of the Air Force One too. So I don't know if you saw the the Bayou that they dropped two days ago. Like I was making one and it mm-hmm. sold out while I was doing it. Pissed off. Um, but like they 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 have a lot to contend with, and I also feel like consumers right now are so heavily into the online. We could talk about Foot Locker getting dropped from Nike. Also, if you want to talk about that, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but like that that DTC direct to consumer stuff is is super real for Nike, and they're seeing the sales translate no matter what they do. So like, do they have to go above and beyond if they can lean on the idea that maybe well restrictions and mandates and what states are doing is like a good way to be like, hey, guys, we're just going to keep it safe this year. And here's another, you know, installation of Air Maxes all over the country through online and sneakers. I know it sucks, but people are going to buy them anyway. You know, I, I think there's also the, like, everybody expects Air Max month to be like it was on in 2017, when it was probably, I'd, I'd say, the, the, the most exciting Air Max uh, month I've ever, I've ever seen. And uh, that one was, I, that's peak as of right now, peak Air Max month. So every, unless you can reach that level of Air Max drop again with the Atmos, the, the Elephant Print, the Masters, the, the friends and family, you know, um, then you had the Sean Witherspoons popping off another time in the, 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 the voting element of it. Like that was, that made it really, really cool and interesting. Everything since then has been pretty much whatever. Been cool they, they've dropped some good shoes but nothing nothing has reached that that pinnacle again so i mean no, no i don't expect anything like that again until they do something of that with that much grandeur to it because this wasn't it you know this is cool i've got some cool shoes that have come out of it but nothing great I mean, it's, i'm not it's not a big old event that was able to connect you know globally um like it had like it did in 2017 so um they've got i think they went too big that that uh that year um and haven't really gone back to do anything remotely close to that since then they tried again the next year with a couple of you know releasing a couple of uh, city packs or city um specific shoes but those were those were all right i think i don't know I if think, that's more because atmos was so good because they dropped the atmos uh, uh and then the anniversaries were that same year it was also coming off of like a very like somber run for nike like 13 to 16 was like quiet for nike there was a couple like good drops but nothing like they weren't hitting every weekend. They weren't destroying shit every weekend. They weren't blowing it out. It was more runners. We're talking ASIC Sockney around that time and New Balance heavy. So like when they hit mm-hmm. the next day, people were like, oh, okay, Air Max one runner. Air Max is runner. So you're still in that realm. And Nike's like, we're going to hit the ground running with stuff you wanted. So like not only did they do pop-up installations, they had like hidden stuff. You had stores, you had pins, you had locations. I was in Europe, as a matter of fact, for, for what are, oh God, Crep City. And like they were doing masters there. They had activations all over. I came home to activate. It was, it was literally Air Max everywhere. And you you couldn't get enough. Like, like you said, what they were dropping was fire. Like there was fire everywhere. You were like, okay, do I do I I'm trying to get the white masters? Are they gonna put them anywhere? Okay, masters. All right, Atmos. Atmos, they got three. What am I gonna all right? All right, oh my god. And then Sean Weather, we're voting too. Like, what's there was so much, and plus they were they gave you like museums, they didn't just give you stores. Yep. They gave you rich history, heritage, and hype all in one place. So, like, like you said, like reaching that again is going to be rough. But are they even trying? No, absolutely. Don't forget that they also dropped that same year. They dropped the uh, uh, the red anniversary once as well as the Royals again. You know, like people, like people forget that you dropped at the same time all these were happening, and it was a whole thing. You know what I mean, like, and, uh, until they try to do that again, it's just going to be it's going to be all right. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess I guess the like I understand that 
you know, there's not there's not a bunch of like in-person activations going on. And that isn't is it really like a new reality that's sort of like existed for the past two years somewhat, right? So so that's not that's not new. I guess for me, I'm I'm curious if this is a result of supply chain issues or it's also them just saying, okay, we're just gonna release some Air Maxes for Air Max month and we'll do one special one that's 326, you know, we're gonna tag it because we gotta do we gotta do something. But it doesn't seem like there was a lead up. Like every other year, you know, we got the Air Max, what was it, the 720? Like there was a lead up to that. There was there was sort of like a build up. Even the Air Max Zero, which you know was fizzled but like there was there was hype there was talk there was like a story but now we're in the month and we're first seeing and we're just now seeing stuff that's going to come out as opposed to like the bacons we knew bacons were coming how long right and like there were issues with with windows released but ultimately we knew they were coming we knew they're going to be part of that air max celebration and you know the same thing for silver bullets all this stuff there was lead up, there was like anticipation, there was sort of an idea in our head, this is coming this month, something's coming this month. I haven't heard a peep and I and that, and like for me, it's like, man, Nike without like some sort of like, like usually I see influencers wearing stuff and people out there and you're kind of like, oh snap, is that gonna be available? Like, when's that dropping? What week is that in March? Like, okay. But nothing. It's just sort of like, oh, okay, sneaker figure like showed us two Air Maxes that are like GRs that are essentially coming out, right? And you're kind of like, all right. Well, you got to you got to think like this. Also, Travis Scott was a lead up, and until the That's festival, yeah. like the festival kind of thing that a monkey wrench in the system, I would have to say, especially having to pull the shoe. I mean, it's an Air Max One. You see concepts with an Air Max One. They were going strong until they had to pull back on that i mean i think i think the travis scott incident really threw a monkey wrench in the trajectory of what the air max one was looking like yeah. for rollouts that that's one two like in regards to the previous two years of the air max 90 20 the 2090 was last year's and then the year before was the 720 right neither neither one of those hit the way it was supposed to hit if i'm calling it like i see it like I, me personally, like the 720, I thought was dope. I liked a couple of collaborations, the Maharishi stuff, like the straight up eggplant joints, but like it didn't hit the way an anniversary red would have hit. You, you know what I'm saying? An anniversary yeah. MX1 red hits hard. A new model, a new build, even though it's Air Max, they tried it on Jordan, they tried it on the Why Not thing. They tried it all over, it didn't hit. Then in 2090, I felt like nobody even cared about it. They dropped the foot lockers all over. It was supposed to be the reinvention of the 90 with the 90 outsole with that retooled upper, nothing. So like if you're putting all those dollars behind product for two years straight or three, four years straight, really, if you think about like innovation and whatever, checking and tech pack or whatever, that's a lot of time and a lot of money for it not to be a return the way you were hoping it for. So now you're like, all right, let's Air Max One is a hit. We, we already know this. Let's stick with the Air Max One. Let's roll a couple of big names out. Boom, we have a nice little carry. Concepts first Air Max outside of the, 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 the skate game. They've never had Air Max before. That's big for Concepts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they haven't hit that 
um, the, the, the Nike era that way. They hit SB heavy. They've never hit Nike this way. So like, that's another big rollout. But I, I really, I really, really think that Travis Scott cancellation, pulling the shoes back and not having that hype of people going crazy looking for Air Max ones, I think it just messed them all up. And yeah. of course, supply chain issues. Yep. I mean, I knew, I knew a few shops that had already received uh, a few pairs of the, uh, or at least uh, their full run of the Travis Scott's that had to send them back. They're like, well, so, I mean, that set, that set it up, you know, because there's supposed to be three shoes, right? Three, two? No, three. Of that, and you're supposed to drop three consecutively, leading us into Air Max month, which concepts would be a lead-in. And then, I, I, what did I see? The silver bullets are dropping at some point. Yeah. Uh, they're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. See, so, I'm like, I think they were trying to do something, yeah. but they got the, 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 you were right, the festival really boned everything Air Max one, because since then, it was just a, a void of Air Max ones completely. I'm trying to think of an Air Max one that since then that I that released with. I mean, aside from like the Padas, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I I do a lot of Bayou stuff. I love the Nike Bayou program because I I prefer that because I can get it, I can make it, I enjoy the materials. When they put good materials, like they haven't even been dropping like good Air Max ones or even any Air right. Max ones on the Bayou system. They've been doing Air Force ones a lot, but I mean, if you were really there, there are plenty of ways that you could have installed some kind of competition through Air Max One, like designs. Okay, we've got all these designs from this. Everybody click through, see which ones you like the best. And even if you got six votes or whatever, like you can get people kind of hyped behind Air Max One without it being big names. They could, you, you let us mess up whatever your plan is by being like, oh, they're doing a voting system. Oh, maybe one of these pairs is going to be dope. Maybe they're going to re-release it. Maybe they're going to put it in a pack. And like, you let, kind of social media take over you don't say anything you just go oh, yeah guys vote on these sneaker news will have it up hype beast will have it up somebody have it up like oh what's nike's plan for these air maxes like you can get your own kind of hype built without doing anything it's pretty easy these days so like to not see them even try and do anything on the back end with air max one is kind of weird for me but i mean it's still early in the year so i'm not gonna throw too much shade right yeah, I and i think good no, I was just going to say that it was funny because last year, I remember, you know, pre-Bacon, it was like, oh, Air Max 90s are back. Remember that? Everywhere was, oh, Air Max 90s, like, like they're hitting again. They're, they're back. And I was like, uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> and like, they had some dope colorways, but um, it seemed like they kind of had the Air Max 90 train rolling and then they sort of abandoned it like halfway through the year and then we were kind of like in the summer going wait is it air max 90s or is it something else are you like like what's going on like you just jumped ship and then tried to go back to the air max one but then like you said travis sort of derailed that whole six month plan and so now here we are and it is a shame that they don't do more with nike by you because they could they could say, oh, guess what? We're going to put a panel from each of our like past, you know, at most collaborations and make it available to add to any, any, any Air Max one. Right. And like people would go nuts. They would lose their minds. Right. And so uh, it feels like there's, there's a lot of opportunity that's sort of missed from Nike and that it feels like, I don't know. I don't like, I know obviously supply chain is an issue, but I just, I can't imagine that they're this behind because of supply chain. I don't, I really think that 
there's a lot going on at Nike overall, like outside of just, you know, Air Max Day. So if you think about like Travis Scott, like Travis Scott also had Jordans going with Fragment. There was like, there's a lot going there. And I think like we're kind of avoiding like the, the elephant in the room when it comes to Nike right now and collaborations, like from what I'm understanding and what I've been seeing, Jay Whitner, James Whitner's got a big push, right? And also Union LA has a big push. Chris has a big push also as far as collaborations and dunks. You're seeing a lot of, uh, I want to POC when it comes to like collaborative works from Nike. And I think Travis Scott was a part of that as well. And having that again, it, it's a ripple. So now like you can have a Union, you could have an Amamanier, you can have a Travis and then circle back to Union again. But like having that fall off from like your circulation of collabs and things that you have produced or want to have out into the public eye because they still have to keep a perception as well. Like let's not avoid that. Right. So if, if that's what's going on, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of, you're missing a step right now because Travis is out. So now like, how do we fill that void? Cause you got, you got Jordan with Travis, you got a mom with Travis, uh, with Jordan. Then you got Chris doing dunks. You got him probably doing some kind of air max later this year too. If I'm, if I'm going to call it correctly, and I'm sure you're going to see a James Whitner something as well. Well, they got their their Jordan two coming. That, that's oh yeah, yep, two got also, and then you, you saw James Whitner. Um, He's got the two coming. There's another shoe coming from from them as well. What, what's what? what yeah, are they, uh, they have the two, and they have. I feel like there's another shoe that I, that I can't think of that's like heavy collaboration right now. So the Travis Scott was Air Max, so that was going to be an Air Max push. You got. Union doing a Jordan, which means Amon Manye is definitely dropping some kind of Air Max or Air Force One throughout the later part of this year. I can I can guess that without even being at Nike's headquarters mm-hmm. because of the trajectory mm-hmm. of like how things are working. So like missing that step is a big thing for them, I think, strategically. So I, I mean, I, I also am under the impression that Ronnie's not going to be doing any other collaborative works with Nike until they circle back around past a couple more POC or culturally representative brands so like like that's definitely like a target for them so i'm just trying to figure out like what they do as far as planning all of these things while also worrying about air max day you you know what i'm saying like it's just to circle back to just one avenue like they're rolling out like you're already looking at 2023 at nike and 2024 at nike so like they've already forgotten about what's going on this month not forgotten but like that's like a that's like a past thought they're on marketing for like the next 26 projects so if we're not seeing anything now it's because they're already over it in in my honest opinion yeah i mean you you can see the gaps you can see where it went union nothing i'm on nothing union nothing i'm on you literally see the gap so i mean Mm -hmm. you're on something there for sure I, I don't think the collaboration with Travis is done though. I think we're going to see an influx drop or they push that into something else. Um, I, 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 you know, the, the talks of the, of the Brown pair coming out has already started. The yapping has started. So I think they, I don't, I don't know if they think they're far enough removed to start reinvesting their time or at least what they already have invested in pushing it out there and getting it, you know, get their money back if anything. Yeah. He's been quiet also. Like if you noticed ever since that, the Nike trap, uh, the Nike controversy, with Nike pulling out and people stepping away from drop, not a peep, not a, and that's strategic. That's not oh because he doesn't want to be known. It's not because he doesn't want to talk because he want to be in social. They were like, listen, this will all blow over. You just gotta zip it and be out of sight, out of mind for a couple of months, and then before right. you know it, I mean, I'm not 
I'm, listen, I'm not, I'm not being political here, but like there are plenty of other things going on that make people forget about other things. So like to roll back into this, be like, you know what? We, we needed something to reinvigorate. Yeah, you know what? Yes, let's have the shoe. Let's put the shoe out. We're waiting for it. Like it'll be over. The trajectory, it's still there because we yeah. still have two more union dunks that haven't dropped. We, and then we, we know we're, we're going to see the union too and we're going to see the ammo manure too and whatever else they have cooking. So they're going to have that gap. But it's just like a, a, a fumble and then yeah. do, do, do right back to it. And, and he'll just slide right in. It's already ready. They have the product. We've already seen it. You know, we know it's there. It's just sliding it in and getting it out. And then I think that's when they'll push heavy on him again on the third quarter of this, of this year. You'll see another leak of the next thing that they had working for him. And then they'll like, hype will come. People will be super excited. And then they'll slip the Air Max back in. Boom. You know what? Let's put these out now because we're, it's socially acceptable to see him have something out. We don't get any bad press. Everything's kind of swept where it's supposed to be because i mean like nobody's even talking about it now so like they're they're probably pretty clear now but it, you it won't be until march april may maybe may june i'd say may june you'll yep. see a reemergence just because i think that's a safe time. yeah if they're smart they're working on some sort of rollout that has a storyline with his like an internal monologue because you know you can't put him on on a, on a on an actual show to talk because he's going to fumble his way into uh, into a hole every time. So they're going to re they release something that's been written, scripted, and prepared ahead of time. It's going to be heavily produced. It's going to be very Travis S, very Nike S, where he's going to say, "I'm sorry, I'm back," and you know all of the above. And they'll and they'll they're going to release those in like segments if they're smart. That's how they'll do it. Bing, 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 bing until the big release. It's going to be a big comeback. I've learned from this. I've made my mistakes, and that's when you're going to hear that story. Um, and this, from a producer standpoint, like it's a smart move. Come back in a very produced way to make sure that you don't fuck this up. Because if you let him go out and talk, he's gonna fuck this up. And why he's quiet? That's why he's quiet right now. Okay. They already there, know. So there's got to be a reinvention. There's got to be a reinvention, yeah, right? Like, like Mr. Rager, like you can't bring that back right so he's got to go out he's got to do the i don't know what the modern modern day barbara walters is but he's got to do that <laughs> talk about where he is in his life they're going Charlemagne, Absolutely. the god and yeah exactly he's gonna explode yep. a little bit and he's gonna pull back a little bit they're gonna talk a little bit he's gonna, you know what i really have a chance to spend time with my daughter life is like him yep 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 yep, yep. They're gonna do what uh what what James Whitner did. He released stories to tell his story specifically for his releases, right? So he was telling a story where he came from. Instead of it being from where he came from, it'll be about what he's gone through and how he's learned and how he's overcome this, right? That's going to be it's it's him. I mean, that's what I think he goes because you know, uh, his story because he hasn't isn't talking. People are gonna want to hear. It's not like he doesn't have a legion of fans that still care about him. I just understand that the position is really bad and the look is really bad. So for him to say anything, it's just not popular and it's not smart either. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if I was, if, and you know, Nike's smart enough, they have a marketing team working on this already um, to re-release it. I don't think they quietly release it and say, oh, here's the Travis, because that's insulting and people will take it as such, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just thought we would forget about it. You're just going to throw it in our face. There's going to be more to it and it's going to be heavily produced. And that's why I think this is why it's taken so long. And we'll start seeing crumbs of it slowly. It'll be a post. It'll be another post. It'll be a reel. And then there'll be a, a segmented storyline that'll travel through the 
adversity, if you will. Um, if he's smart, they don't make it all about him, but they make it about what happened and how he's going to traverse that that, that tough terrain. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. um, it's it's a PR nightmare. It's a hundred percent a PR nightmare. Uh, some of it is unfair um, due to you know he um, his name. Yes, it's on it, but you know the festival. He doesn't. He didn't. He's not the producer of the festival. His name is on. It. He's the namesake for sure. So he holds some responsibility for damn sure without a, without a doubt. But Live Nation was a part of it. They, they should have known better. This is what they do. You know, he shouldn't have done what he was doing. But at the same time, there are bits where he was trying to calm the crown down. But, you know, again, I don't defend anything he did. He, he fucked up royally and he deserves the um, everything that comes along with that. Uh, but to make it just about him, you know, is, is inaccurate. So I, I think what they'll do is try to reverse on that, uh, on that perspective and make it seem like, all right, maybe, you know, I have to grow up. I have to learn from this. I have to change um, how I do things and, and how I value people. Uh, and I think that's what they'll, if they're smart, that's what they'll do. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see a pivot coming from from his people and his camp and, and some, some sort of, you know, apology, reversal, something. I think that it's, uh, I think they're also probably waiting to see, you know, what sort of liability falls out of court. Um, you know, I think, the the idea of them settling is is something that they're probably really pushing for and if they can get a settlement i think it makes it the track back makes it much easier but if they have to go into court i think that is a bad look you don't want to be dropping a shoe while your client is about to sit in court and and, and give a deposition right like so taking the blame for deaths like that's yeah, a lot yeah right have we heard? Like, is there is there a time frame with that? With what's going on with the lawsuits and everything? Do we know? Is that actually happening? Because yeah, obviously, this is gonna it's gonna take a while to, won't go to court. process a lawsuit of that magnitude. You know what I mean? It won't, um, it won't go to court. Oh uh, no, no, it's it's the, the time that they're taking that check is negotiations. That's what they're doing. Right. The deposition, all that stuff is already done. They already know like what the deal is. It's just a matter of who's involved, how many parties, and how much can we actually settle for. Yeah, and who's, and who's paying it? It's yeah. basically who's yeah. gonna who's, who's paying what. Mm -hmm. Live Nation's gonna get hit with the most of it. I think Live Nation is the one that's supposed to take the largest hit anyway. Well, one hundred percent. They're the producers of the show. They they, they set everything up. You know, uh, he just put his namesake on it. He put his name on it. It's in his hometown, and he he was the headliner. And I'm sure he had some sort of. But if you think Travis sat down and planned any of like anything besides maybe his stage show, you're out of your mind. Or his camp. Nobody in his camp either. They're right. like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. We'll show up and do our show. And here's what I want to do for my part of it. That's that's probably his involvement in it. Um, but as far as you know, they should have known the second people started jumping uh, over the fence in, in the morning for the first set of shows that we had lost control of the festival. Get the cops here now. We need to regain control. Instead, they let it go into the evening and, and let it become a mess. Fences, like it's crazy. Like, and they let they watched them hop the fences instead of being like. Keep securing the front and make sure everybody walks through the damn turnstiles. That's all. Right. right. Yep. They should have called and been like, look, uh, we have a, a state of emergency over here. We have lost control of this area. We need help. Dead ass. And they should have gotten and they would have gotten the help that they needed. And then they would have had to pay some police fees. But now, you know, they wouldn't have got sued and things wouldn't have gotten this crazy and out of hand. Uh, and the fire marshal should have been there instantly be like, what the fuck is going on? You got more people than you're supposed to shut this shit down. The problem was the problem was it was in Houston, right? Because I think if it weren't in Houston, things would have been wrapped up a lot quicker. I think 
you know, that's his hometown. I think that there's a certain amount of leeway that he probably gets in his hometown that he doesn't get anywhere else or that his shows get that they don't get anywhere else. So I think, you know, for that being, that was probably like a, a big catalyst for why things escalated so quickly and why there was, why there was so much hesitation to sort of push back and say, let's chill. We gotta, we gotta cut people out from coming in. Let's close off the, you know, off the, the open doors. And uh, yeah, that was a problem. I think that, I think that was just sort of the, 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 the little, the little, the little difference between him being in a different venue than, and being, you know, in Houston. But the other thing, and I kind of, this kind of reminds me is that, uh, Drake is also like one of the people named right in that lawsuit. And obviously it's not that big of a deal for him. Um, I think he's sort of skated out of it. Like no one's thinking of Drake when you think of like that, that tragedy. Right. So, so he's, he's, he's sort of in the clear, but I still don't know what's up with his shoe. Right. Like. What do you mean? The, the Nocta, the hot stepper. The K-Swiss? There's there's a raffle today, as a matter of fact. Oh, oh that's right, that's right. You're right. Sneaker politics just dropped a just just sent an yeah, email for the knock. I, 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 the I, first time I entered a raffle in a long time. Right? <laughs> I was like, you, I saw uh, really? it. you entered it? I saw it and I was like, wait, a raffle for Nocta? Why not? I gave it a shot. Those colors? I mean, the black? No, I just the, I only saw the black, so I just entered for the black. Oh, I thought they, yeah, had, the, they had the white up. I thought I only saw black, so I just. Yeah. They, they have both of them up. They have both of them up. I, I paid for my pair, not through politics, but I have to go pick them up. So I'm going to get them. I, the chances of me keeping them, though, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know if I can. From what I've seen, the shoe is whack to me, but, you know, I'd be, I'd be interested to have it. It, lo- it looks like a K-Swiss, you know what I'm saying? Like a fat K-Swiss from 98, you know, and if we're going to go that route, let me just go pay for Fifty nine ninety five and grab myself a pair of case Swiss and take it back old school. Uh, this shoe's dookie. Um, I don't well, man. But Drake can't. I don't, I'm not even gonna start in on that shit. It's just come on, man. Come on. That's just I, I, I haven't seen one good photo of the sneaker either. I also haven't looked for it for me to be like I even know what the shoe really looks like. I saw sneaker politics. I saw the raffle. I saw black. I said okay, I'm gonna do eleven. See what happens. Okay, cool. I mean, worst case scenario, I get it. And then if I don't like it, like I'm going to put it on GOAT and I'll put it towards a pair of shoes I like, I guess. I don't know. Or give it to somebody who wants it. I don't really give a shit at this yeah. point. It, it, I don't even think I'm going to win a raffle. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm, in it for, I'm in it for the trade bait. You know what I mean? Like whatever whatever comes of it will be, I mean, I'm going to, it's going to be a, a shoe that I don't have. Um, that And these will help me get there. You know what I'm saying? They're Somebody's cool. going to want I mean, I like the shape. I like the shape. I just, I know I can't pull it off. It's a shoe that I know I can't wear. Um, I, if I was. But he's you know, not pulling it off either. That, that's a girl <laughs> shoe, shoe. That's a girl shoe and a kid shoe. Like kids look, Man. kids can make it look cool. Girls can make it look cool. That's my, that's my opinion. Oh. I can't, I can't make it look, went, went. I don't know. It's I mean, something it's, about it's stuck somewhere between the fila that shit fila that girls were wearing like last year or two years ago, and the K Swiss. Like that's shoe. It's right there. It's somewhere. Somewhere, if you put them together, we can come up with that shoe. You know what I mean? That's it. 
Like my stepdaughter sent me a message the other day, and I was like, "This is how I was like, am I a failure as a father?" Because she she sent me a leak, and she was like, "Oh, these are nice," and I'm like, "No, no, I failed you." <laughs> is that an Air Max shoe? Is there? I, I feel like that's an Air Max shoe too. Oh God, no, nope. Because it's got the air bubble. It's got the visible air. Air Max. I mean, but so does the three. Don't do that. Don't put that in there. Don't do that. Don't do it. It's it's, it's its own thing. It's a hot stepper. It even has a stupid name. I even hate the name. What's it called? What sneaker? Hot stepper. No, 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 no. Sneaker politics. I'm trying to find the. Yeah, they they put it up there. Now I gotta find it. Oh yeah, it's the hot step Air Terra. Yeah, they got a white pair. Yeah, the white pair is up there. Man, the black pair looks like crap. Hold up, I'm sending it to both of you. Oh, you know what? They do have the white pair up there. I just saw the black. I mean, there's an air unit back there for sure. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not mad at this. I mean, for like some real basic shit. Let me see the white pair. White pair is ugly. White pair is definitely like uglier. <laughs> I, will, I will say the black pair is actually a little bit more calm. Yeah, I, honestly, looking at it now, like I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I like the detailer on the air unit. I just on the on the black bear on the black bear or the white yeah bear? yeah on the black bear yeah. yeah has that like voltage green inside the air unit you got that metallic cactus is that what it's called yeah yeah whatever I listen man you know three M hits in those little eyelets it really does kind of look like the grippy I posted like uh it does yeah shit I'm, I'm not mad at this actually looking actually looking at it for real I'm I'm not super mad at it. Not saying I love it. I'm also not saying I hate it. I guess you toe box. I need to see the toe box, like an up looking down view. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I feel Did like it's gonna be way too bulky. I feel like it's gonna be way too bulky. Okay, here we go. It, it, looks, it looks like the size of a monarch. You know oh. what I mean? Like it's a, <laughs> a fat shoe. It's got a it's got a monarch vibe to it. Like the black pair looks like you're gonna be standing outside of Walmart saying welcome. You know what I'm saying? And the white pair. Is looks like my dad with high socks. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just I'm, I'm maybe the white pair. This 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 toe box leading from that last run looks weird. Yeah, the the picture yep. you just sent, James, actually makes it like the side shot is actually pretty dope, but like the front shot that I'm looking at here is a little less dope. Yeah, no, it, it I 100 percent, 100 percent. It's a weird shoe. The the picture I sent you guys, the black looks cheap, uh, and the white looks orthopedic. This is this is a very European sneaker. Like the way I'm looking at this right now, like I, I feel like a straight grime scene. Like the fit that they have in the in the sneaker politics ad, actually, like the like the group shot of like people like chilling. Just it just gives me that entire fucking vibe, though. Yeah, it gives me that straight like London grime scene feel, and you can't. I feel like there's going to be such bad toe box creasing on these. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is that 3M? It's got 3M. Yeah, it's got 3M. It's got a couple nice little 3M hits on it, but I mean, is that enough? I don't know if that's enough to say. No. It. Like, the, the shoe feels like it's it doesn't have an identity at all. It feels like you're trying to make it an Air Max, but you're also trying to make it an ACG. You're also having a, a Monarch, and then it looks like a Pilo. Is it a mid? It's, it's definitely something. a mid. It's got to be a mid. It's way too high and bulky to not be a mid. It's a meh. That's for sure. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Speaking of, speaking of meh, 
I, this is like another topic that I want to talk about. And I know, Mike, you post about it. Um, yeah. A lot of people posted about it. And there are a lot of people that felt a certain certain type of way. The I don't even know what it's called, but Nike sending out the 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 dye kits with their shirt. I'm I'm, I'm gonna call out DJ Swaver right now. <laughs> Swaver, if you watch this episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize to you early. I'm gonna apologize before I even say it. But this is a prime example as to why you shouldn't give people dye kits. Now, to you, it might look like it's a one-off. It looks good. Like, it, listen, if you like it, you like it. But someone who dies on a somewhat regular basis, looking at that looks like you just didn't know what you were doing. And it just, either you wrung it out too quickly because that definitely looks like you wrung it out too fast because the way the colors bled. He, he sent me, he posted a picture that was dial over his hands. And then like the place that you, the fact that you could put the, um, the Nike and the swoosh on the crew neck too, that's cool. That was a nice little addition, but that's a lot of work to give to someone without any kind of real, here you go. Let me try and walk you through this a little bit. And then to charge Some them direction. Yeah. Like there was no direction. I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy the box. So I don't know if there's real directions in there, but like it couldn't have been much. And he's the only person I saw that actually bought it. So like, ah, I don't know, but that's the prime example. Like in my mind, when I was like, people are going to fuck up these clothes. What he did is exactly what I imagined. And like, Listen, it's a personal thing. If you like the way it looks, right. by all means, I don't really care. But like, I don't know, man. I just, I just, it's, it's. There's, there's too many different directions that Nike could have went <laughs> with the entire packaging. They could have easily co-branded it with a smaller company. Dave does tie dye all the time. I do tie dye. I know sixteen hundred right. other people that do tie dye all the time. Like, you have billions of followers, millions of followers, right? Pick twenty of them and be like, yo, guys. You, what colors do you like? What colors do you like? What colors do you like? All right, what's your process? What's your process? What's your, guys, this is Dave's kit and Dave put in his kit and this is his walkthrough. This is Word's kit and she put this, this, this in her walkthrough. And she likes a floral kit. He likes this kit. There's like, you could have picked 20 different people and they could have walked through 20 different styles and people were like, oh, all right, cool, fire. I'm going to try this one out. And whatever, the, I don't know. The engagement could have been way better. The, the production could have been way better. The price could have been way better. There are things that could have been way better about the entire project. And I just feel like Nike has a tendency to see the, the ability or see the progress that people are making through independent brands or whatever, whether you're doing tie-dye socks, because they took that off too. Uh, now they're doing tie-dye and now they're doing tie-dye sneakers. Like anything that people can do, they just find a way to take it and then try and regurgitate it out into public without giving it any real consistency or real um feeling should i say and so to sort of just tie this back to like the whole air max day thing right like the fact that they could be so derailed by travis and and that but then sort of like pop up seemingly overnight with these like tie-dye kits to me it was like man they're just like there's this corner of the market that we're not we're not taking advantage of. So we're going to come up with some cheap ass way to like corner it and do that rather than like really invest time and money. And so for me, it's, it's always frustrating, but also very annoying to see that they can put in so much time and energy and lead up with something like Travis Scott and Air Max Day and all of those things. And then just completely 
have the ability to sort of change directions on on these small things and just throw out like crap whenever they want and it's like come on like i expect either i expect more from you or i expect that it's always going to be that right and so like to have to have a i don't want to say it's a half-assed air max day or air max month but to have a, a minimal air max celebration right and then to sort of be so frustrated to see them like have to put together this die kit like it was like really like you're that you're that hard up to steal ideas to to be up on people's ideas to to take this corner of the market that you <laughs> you really did this half-ass thing like you said it could have been so much better they could have taken their time and like really brought in people from the community and they didn't and then it was like Man, opportunity missed. What is going on? Dude, tie dye some Air Maxes, tie dye some Air Force Ones, which they're gonna do. They're they're they are oh, yeah. drop tie dyed Air Air Force Ones, but they're gonna do same hues of blues across the same shoe. Like it's whatever. That's regardless. But like this is a perfect example. You got Air Max Day. You want to do tie dye? There are plenty of people that do that. Let's do let's do dip dye stations at a couple different Nikes. Cool, fine, whatever. We'll do this shit. Like there there are plenty of ways that you can do good rollouts and like i blame consumers i always blame the consumer because we're always kind of like okay we'll take it okay we'll do it all right we'll buy it all right like it all right it's nothing but i'll take it anyway we're always kind of just like we're not like you know what i really think this is a cheap attempt at doing that like i just said it myself like 326 it's cool but i'll, I'll buy it so i could die it myself right. like that's my enthusiasm for what they're doing it's not like oh that shit is fine i want to keep that forever it's like i want to make my own like that was my enthusiasm for what they did. Now most people will see it and be like, "Oh, I got another 326. I got the I got the red with the volt color. I got I don't even know what the 326 was last year. Were they got oh, was was it MX one? Whatever. I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I don't I don't even remember. I don't know what the 326 drop was for last year, but I know like the the Air Max Zero was a 326. They did the the Air Air Max one with the with the anniversary red, and then that that volt green was a 326. Yeah. And this year will be this year for the 326. Cool. All well and good but like at the end of the day like we're not excited about anything but we're still buying it that's that's right. why i find us at fault where we're like they're just they're getting cheaper and cheaper with how they approach the consumer on things that they should be super involved in like you said they put all this effort into travis scott amon monier and those partnerships and how they roll out and not this this is my issue at at atr i was like listen you you guys you're you're not treating a brand partner like a brand partner people don't even know they were an actual nike account or representative of nike account because when you guys do rollouts of projects you just hand shoes and then don't even say that they're located here don't even put any dollars behind the smaller store that you know doesn't have an extra 20 grand to put up an air max installation but like we can give you the idea but they'll go uh all right we like your idea we'll co-sign on it but we're not giving you any money for it. So we're like, all right, well, we right. only got 16 pairs. And if you make, you know, 300, whatever, if you make $300 over on your retail cost and you're covering 16 pairs, like that's not enough to cover a $10,000 installation. So like, why would I go through the work of doing that install? So now you have all these stores that have small amounts of pairs. Nobody knows they're there. They get backdoored or they don't get backdoored or they get sold and people didn't know they were there. There's no feedback. There's no interaction between the client and then the actual brand. And then the brand's like, how'd you guys do? Did you sell out? Yeah, we had 16 pairs. We could have sold out with our eyes closed. Who cares about that? But like the, the partnership is like, okay, Travis Scott's are dropping it. Kith and extra butter. 
Like that's that's where they want their marketing dollars. All right, Kip, can we do an installation there? Oh, it's $60,000. Okay, cool. What else do you need? Do you need people to show up? We'll send your people there too. Like we already know Kip is going to kill it. We already know EB is going to kill it. We're like, that's the expectation because that's their partnership. They're getting 600 pairs. So even if they don't kill it, they're still going to make their money back even if they put money into their promotion. But Nike doesn't do that with anything else. And that's where I think they fall short. You have these boutiques all across the country where you can be like, well, uh, Nike LA didn't get them and Nike NYC sold out. So that's it. Meanwhile, you gave them 3,000 pairs. You gave yourself 3,000 pairs. But your partners, they're in these smaller stores. Nobody knows that they got 16 pairs. They don't give them 80 pairs. Give them a little backing. Give them a little extra. And let the neighborhoods come and get the shoes. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. And if you give them the marketing dollars to re-envision what you have for Air Max Day, it doesn't have to be the bullshit story of the sky. It could be a kid in a park with an icy thinking about the light blue or whatever that hue is and like re-envision from that neighborhood and let the neighborhood create a storyline for the shoe as well. Let them feel like they're part of whatever you're doing instead of like, we're just selling for you. But I can talk about how annoying Nike is all day long. Sorry. But I, I mean, I, they, and they do that to their smaller, they do that with their smaller boutiques and their smaller partners. That's what they're about to do to their big part. They're scaling back completely, like. Foot Locker. Uh, <laughs> Foot Locker, man. And I, I have a, a really good friend who works for Foot Locker Corporate. And I sent him the, you know, when I saw that Nike was pulling out, he was like, well, it's half right. Um, they're not taking everything out, but they are scaling back, you know, tremendously. So. Well, I was, I kind of had the same, the same conversation somewhat in like DMs with, with uh, Greg from uh, the Sneak Disc. And, and I told him the same, sort of the same thing. Like, you know, the reason why nothing feels special, the reason why certain releases don't get blown up better is because we're going to buy it anyway. People are going to buy it anyway. So why would Nike, why is New Balance going to invest in any sort of promotion or marketing for any store that's gonna get anything because they know they're gonna sell out of it, right? People are gonna go and they're gonna buy it because it's the next thing. And the only way to sort of break that is to make them sell it to you, right? And and right now they're not, they're, they don't have to sell us most things. They don't have to sell us anything Travis Scott. They just have to put his name on it and it, and it flies off the shelf, right? And so, you know, ultimately, you know, the, the, the way to be, the way to get back to that is sort of to be picky and sort of to say like, okay, well, I'm not going to buy this because yeah, that 326 Air Max that's coming. Yeah, it might be cool, but I really don't want it, right? The Noctas, I don't want them. I'm not going to wear them. I'm not going to buy them, right? But there, I think, honestly, there's just not enough people to sort of say, I'm not going to buy something every someone's gonna buy it someone's gonna buy it and and either try to flip it or try to hold it and flip it or or try to make it look cool right and so that's that's where we're at i think i think we're definitely gonna hit a wall with sneakers or nike's gonna hit a wall with sneakers especially with the dtc um direct to consumer sorry i keep abbreviating they're gonna hit a wall when the resale starts to plummet when resale starts to plummet and people aren't just scooping everything up because this is what happened in 20, 2011, 2012 with Nike, when bots first started coming out and Jordans were still doing good and people were botting their entire system and Jordans were selling out 
And then three weeks later, they were getting returned back to Nike. But Nike wasn't computing those numbers on returns. They were only computing numbers on sales. So every time they were like, oh, we got to make more Jordans. We, we, got, we got to make more Jordans. Guys, we're not making them. They're selling out on every week. It's the same deal. And now what happened from 2013, 2014, decline, 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 decline. Numbers were still up. Decline, decline, 2016. Like they hit, I'm not going to say Nike ever hit rock bottom. because That's a lie. I'm just saying in, in regards to other brands taking off, like we were just talking about before, 2016 was all runners. Adidas was killing it. Um, Ace were killing it. New Balance was killing it. Saucony was killing it. And then 2016, 2017, you saw a reemergence with Air Max Day. And it was like, okay, we can take this back over again. They shot back up, right? And then all of a sudden, we started to see resale actually hold its value for their shoes. So therefore, Nike continued to take that uptick. And everything was working out. Okay, we're still selling out. We're still doing high products. We're still selling up. It, once resale bottoms back out on all, well, not all, but a majority of their products and people aren't swiping through and taking everything because they can flip it, that's when you're going to see them reinvest back into communities and be like, okay, guys, what, what can we do to get people re-engaged with what we have? And that's what it's going to take. But until that happens, you're not going to see a change because like you said, if it sells out, why change it? Nike's arsenal so damn big too. Like they'll just transition from one style to the next, to the next, to the next. We saw that happen with the dunk, right? They started, it seemed like when Nikes were falling off, dunks started popping up and um, they're very strategic. I mean, Nike's a big brand that's not stupid. You know, they know what they're doing and they and they're successful at it for a reason. Even on their lowest, when they decline, they're still killing it. They're still the number one shoe brand in the, in the world. Adidas did its best, what, three years, 2015, 16, and 17 with Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Like they were killing it and then, and it still barely made a dent. The best they had was they jumped over Jordan Brand, a subsidiary company of Nike. Like, so they're a smart brand. So, they, you know, when, when <laughs> they'll just keep transitioning, transitioning, and, and we'll see one, you know, so, uh, we'll see some type of collaboration that'll blow everybody's minds and bring people's attention right back to, to where they are, like they had with Virgil, like they did with Jerry, like they're doing with Chris, like doing with James. Um, and even Travis, these are all smart moves. They, they think young and they're smart about it. Uh, but because of that, they will railroad the shit out of creatives and smaller and smaller stores because they can. Because why won't they? They're they're huge. You know what I'm saying? Like to to them, it's a it's a minor step or a minor inconvenience you know, yeah. in, in in their train moving forward. It's like running over Foot Locker, though. Foot Locker is a great brand, but to pull themselves out of it, it's whatever to them. It's more beneficial for, for Nike to stick around and do their thing, which is an inconvenience for people that don't like to navigate Nike, don't want to go to the Nike store and can't stand the sneakers app. You know, they, they try their luck at their local Foot Locker, which is more, it's at every mall. You don't have a, a Nike store at every mall. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, you know, so it's, it's an irrelevant point really um, to them. They, why? why? Why why does it matter to us? Aside from doing the right thing, this is a business. This is capitalism at its finest. If it's making money, fuck it. Exactly. They don't have a Nike store in Connecticut. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have one here in Dallas and it doesn't get shit. <laughs> Nothing. It will now. I, have, I, have, <laughs> I, I hope. You know what I mean? Is, is, yeah. Nike, is Nike unoriginal? Have they become unoriginal? No. no. Or no, do I, they I just, so. or, or are they just good at identifying talent and identifying the next thing? Because I, I, th- I feel I like... It's, I think I feel it's I think I think it's both, Dave. To be honest with you, just because they they they're they're um, 
their catalog is massive with hits. You know what I mean? Like they can re-release it. We look at like a lot of people base Nike's success on retros, which is just a minor part of it. Nike's continually evolving their technology and they're releasing shoes, whether those hit or not. Um, in, in a mainstream is, is one thing, but are they are they releasing new things every year? Every year they release something new um, and consistently. And, and though these are more technology driven products that we don't pay attention to because we can't rock them in the streets and we're not wearing them to the club. You know, that doesn't mean that they're not doing their thing. Um, us old heads, we want the classics that we know how to wear, that we can rock. You know, I'm not wearing LeBron's out because they're not, that's not the shoe that was intended for me. You know what I mean? I'm going to put on the, the Air Force One, the Air Max One, the 90. Those are shoes that I know how to creatively further my style with, right? Um, so I, I will stick to those. But to, to consider, to, to say that Nike is not creative because I choose to go back to a style that I'm comfortable with is, is that's a, that's a law, that's a, that's a reach. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're doing their thing and they're reaching out to all the right people to work with. So, I, I'm going to take the other standpoint on the unoriginality thing. I think that they're they're becoming more of a marketing Goliath than they are. Uh, I, I think an innovative sneaker brand. They do innovative things, yes, but they also do them strategically to market the brand further. Like I think what they do best now is that they catch the attention of people in different fields and different perspectives through you know, a slip-on shoe that's made for someone who can't reach over and tie their shoes, like things of that nature or self-lacing technology, even though it's been going on for forever, like let's, let's make it better. Things like that, that like people don't really use on a daily basis. I know plenty of people who do. I know plenty of people that are like, oh, I, I like that slip-on shoe. I like doing that. I like the shoe ties up by itself. And I'm like, well, that's, that's, that's cool and all that's not really innovation but the fact that they were able to capitalize and get all this attention on trivial little things is more important than anything i think adidas innovates way more than nike does when it comes to footwear i mean 4d is one thing but like all the technology that they're using right now outside of the boost is pretty phenomenal if i but I just don't like their models. I don't, I, they, they just don't work well with how I like to do things. So it is what it is. And everything is very athletic at Adidas. And though I may be athletic, sometimes I don't wear their shoes all the time. So that's irregardless. But what I'm saying is Nike is to your point, Dave, somewhat unoriginal, but they're very good at marketing their unoriginality into something grander. So therefore they're winning on both fronts either way, I think. Like like, I feel like they're good at getting attention. Yeah. They're just not good at coming up with the idea, right? They're, like, they, 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 create, they create a buzz. They create, you know, they bring eyeballs. I don't know if I'm ever looking at, and yeah, obviously we don't operate in, in sort of their tech space where, you know, their new tech for running is, is, is going to be the thing that I'm buying. But... I mean, there is stuff that, that comes out and you're like, oh, this is great, this is great. But everybody's sort of doing it. They're just the best at sort of getting people to say, ooh, I have to have it. Yeah. Because yeah. Right. You know, we did Zoom, right? They have the Zoom technology. And, um, you know, like my, my gym shoes are, are uh, the Pegasus Zoom Turbo, right? So, like, for me, you know, that was, like, New Balance has, a, has has great technology too, but it's just not as eye-catching and, you know, 
Nike is gonna gonna undercut them on price generally. Um, so that's where I went, right? And I think, but I think that New Balance is doing great stuff with running. So is Saucony, you know, Saucony, you know, has some great running shoes, like amazing running shoes. And they just get beat by Nike on the eyeballs all the time. Just there's more people looking, there's more people, you know, when they came out with the, what was it? The Zoom Vaporfly, uh, the 2%, right? Like that was a big deal. Like I'm not, a, I'm not in the marathon space. I'm not in that running space, but I knew about it because they had like set a record and they made such a big deal about it. Um, they had like a camera out and like, you know, where all these ads of, you know, we broke the record, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Came out that it was like, you know, they didn't technically break the record because they had sort of like. The shoe, the shoe was a cheat. I mean, yeah, right. And, and so, but nobody knew that. I gave you more bounce. But I'm, listen, man, I, I, got, I have a friend that works at the Nike like innovation department. And, you know, she's part of a lot of, a lot of different projects. And they do a lot of cool stuff. But like, is it, does it translate to like everyday wear? And like James said, like, I don't necessarily want to wear that stuff on a daily basis. So like, what do I care? But like, I do do, I go to the gym once in a while or whatever. And I like my New Balance. That's what I wear. I don't run. I don't, that's one thing. Like a lot of people in the gym are, are wearing the Superfly Zoom, the double air bubble joint. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. Like, but you're, you're standing there lifting weights and you take them off to squat. So what's the point of wearing that shoe? Unless you're actually on a treadmill running and you're using the shoe for its intended purpose like it's just a paperweight to me realistically but like you said they, they put the eyes they they got everybody involved here everybody everybody talks about nike like even people who don't wear sneakers are talking about nike they're not talking about uh mosh you, you know what i'm saying they're talking about nike they're not talking about a new balance jound nine uh what was the one that just dropped was it 2002r no what was that 990 before what what uh what jound just dropped the green joint three B3. They're not talking Three. about high 90 B3. They're talking about whatever Nike innovation. And because so many people are wearing it for the wrong purposes, it's even more on your mind. Like I wore, I wore dude, I wear New Balance every day to the gym, every day. I wore the plum dunks. Kids are like, yo, I like your sneakers. I'm like, what? what? I've been wearing fire New Balance the past week. You didn't, you didn't say a word. Fire killer like shits on these and the the purple plum joints they were like yeah yeah no no the kids like yo fire fire i'm like i'm never wearing dunks to the gym again the, like ever but that but that's what night to be, to be fair the, the the plums are fucking great i yeah. love that shoe i would have said the same shit to you they are and i was wearing purple sweatpants too like a real degenerate see you're good like you oh man you you that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny no, I always, I, I, I feel like, not that, not that, not that, uh, I really, you know, I, I feel like I, there are moments when I really hate Nike, but the, and it's, and it's, and it's when they do the things like the dye stuff that just sort of like really make me go like, come on, man, you guys are supposed to be number one. And it's like, not that they can't do anything, but like, I'm just like, you can do better, right? You can do better. And, and they don't. When, when you can do better and I know you can do better and you don't do better, that's when I get like really frustrated, right? Um, and so like the, I think we've all sort of come to terms, like I've come to terms with the hype around a lot of their products. It is what it is. You know, like I think Mike, you said it before that you, you don't 
you're not jumping on sneakers every week to just try for everything. You just go after every the things that you want. Yeah. And that is sort of the way that I am. Like I went for like three things on sneakers last year, right? And I didn't hit on any of them. So <laughs> it is what it is. But but like I mean, I I guess for me, I'm I'm I guess I'm more bothered that they don't put an effort into so into a lot more of their products. It seems to be it seems to be trying to attract people or eyeballs for all the wrong reasons sometimes. And, you know, they, they take for granted the, the fact that there are people like us that really do like a lot of their products, can't get a lot of their products, and they don't diversify the way that they, you know, reach out and, 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 and incorporate people. I think I think like what you're saying is is true. I've kind of come to the I've come to the conclusion that like I'm no longer in need of Nike. Like I don't I don't I don't I never really needed Nike. Like the accessibility was nice, but you know there comes a time when you're like you know what I don't like the way this is this is panning out. There are certain things if it's easy for me to get, like I said, Nike by you, I'll go on there 24 seven if I can. You know what I'm saying? If they got good stuff, I'll buy a shoe. I got one coming right now. Like it is what it is. But like as far as putting my effort into making sure that like I'm on the app and I'm paying attention. I did that. Never hit a shoe. And like, that's not, this isn't the salty side of me being like, Oh, well fuck Nike, fuck sneakers that I'm over that too. I'm at the point where it's like, you know what, if, if you're not willing to give the consumer a better experience, then I don't need to be your consumer. That's how I look at it, especially for the sneakers app. I tried, I tried recently for one thing. It was the mid, the flax mid. Cause I've been trying to get that shoe for like, four years now since the last one and I messed up and didn't buy it. So I tried it on Goat, tried it on StockX. I got returned twice. I was like, you know what? I'm not trying anymore. And I've been buying the shoe off of Goat. I'm going to leave it alone. So they said they were dropping. I go to get the shoe, shoe sold out. I, I said, all right, I guess I, I go to stores. They're not in stores. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I said, you know what? I'm going to throw my hands in the air, call it day. I don't go on the app unless it's something I generally want to try. Like you hit me up like, Mike, can you try it? I'll try for you. No problem. I can't can't anything happen for you or nothing's i'm not gonna win for you you go mike try i'll try no problem that's the best i could do otherwise peace i'm good on the app simple the experience is not something that anyone enjoys and talking about it gets me excited and like i don't want to feel like that app has the power to control my energy and like that's the thing that and like waking up at 10 o'clock you set your alarm you're ready to go you try you put your car your car didn't work here is your address right? Is your card right? Is it going to scan? Is it your face? Is it the right bank accounts and money? Like, like all these things like kind of build up in you when you're getting ready to buy a shoe. And that's, that's too much. That's, that's, that's way too much energy for me to put into like doing this. If I go camp out and I know I'm guaranteed for my shoe and it's a 12 hour camp out, that's more relaxing than waking up at 10 and being like, all right, uh, computer, laptop, phone, iPad, let me try in my log. Oh shit. Is that car going to work? If I try it, like there's, there's too much, it's too much. And people are like, you didn't try. I'm like, no, no, I, I want no part of it. Just leave me alone. It's stressful. Yeah, I do. And I get that. But you know, I've also come to realize, I mean, first of all, uh, sneakers app is toxic. It's a toxic, toxic, toxic relationship. Everything about it. We've talked about this before today, but I've come to realize that it's the same relationship that I have with New Balance, the same relationship I have with Adidas, because I can't get it on the confirmed app to save my damn life. Uh, and it frustrates me more because I somehow thought that if I, and I don't know why, if I went down to the, to the confirmed map that I'd have a shot at it. But when I go for a new balance that I think is fire and I'm number 30, 
2,400 after the first 10 seconds. And I'm like, so you're not showing me that I'm not going to get it. Uh, and, and like, ah, uh, what a miserable, the only one who likes me is Sockety sometimes. I went on, I went on, this is a perfect example. I went on to buy this scuff control of my PlayStation, right? I go on the website, same deal. Like they're not, they're not versed in people swarming their shit to buy something. It was the scuff controller for the PS5. I don't know why they didn't have one ready when the PS5 dropped, but whatever, that's besides the point. So they put up this controller. It's a reflex, cool, great story. First time I go on, sold out in seconds. I said, all right, fine. Next time they did a restock, I go on the website. It says, you can stay on here. We'll keep you in the waiting lobby until it's your turn. If, the, if it sells out, we will kick you out and let you know. I said, oh, this is fantastic. I mean, it's only 10 minute countdown. It sells out, it sells out. Great, I'm chilling. Countdown finishes, goes to the website, sold out. I was pissed. I was like, but why didn't it just kick me out? I would have preferred you just kick me out and it was sold out perfectly fine. I went, then went to eBay and paid $50 over and bought it anyway because I was pissed off. But right. that's a perfect example. Like I'm less annoyed by, by people like New Balance that fuck up with their, with their online waiting system because they're not used to it. Like New Balance isn't used to people just, all right, we're, we're waiting for this. And I mean, I know they got Teddy there now and I'm sure they're working on a ton of things, but like, I feel like most brands miss the most important part. Like innovation's cool. Metaverse is cool. We have a fake world we can go live in and we can wait online and camp out there. Maybe I get a character and I'll set camp out lines in front of stores digitally. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But until that happens, what you should be focused on is the most, the most important relationship you have with your consumer. And that's how they buy stuff from you. And I think they, they all miss the mark on that, whether it's Adidas, Foot Locker, New Balance, whoever that if you can entertain your client and your customers in a digital space prior to all this other stuff that you want to do, because like, they're all trying to push for metaverse. It's, it's, it's a very big push for like getting product there. I'm sure you guys are aware of that, but like right now we're not there. And like, they've, they've just kind of jumped right over the thing that pisses everybody off and it's how they acquire, how we acquired their product. And whenever it's a good product, it's impossible. It's through Goat or StockX is how we acquire they're a good product now. And that's, I don't think where your consumer should be buying things realistically, but. Yeah, you gotta think, you gotta think about sneakers and sneakers is, or it, it sort of evolved to this point where, and I know they're on like the metaverse now, but sneakers was, hey, we're gonna try to be another social media app. And for me, and I think for us, like our age, maybe it's our age too, is, is that, I don't ever want buying a sneaker to feel like a burden on me. I don't ever want it to feel like it's more, it's me doing a task. I want it to, you know, and I feel like, you know, for us in our history with buying sneakers, it never did. There was always, even if you're camping out, like you said, 12 hours, there's people you're talking to, you're interacting with people, you're learning stuff you're, you know, you're making friends. And so it doesn't feel like a task. It doesn't feel like something that is taking up time. It's energy expended, but you're, you're also gaining something, right? Nike wants you to interact with sneakers. And for me, that it, it isn't value added to me. It isn't value added to my life. Me spending five hours on sneakers a week is, is time that's wasted. Like, James and I have kids. I'd rather spend time with my daughter than, than watch videos and listen to some 22-year-old kid talk about 
uh, you know, this concert from last week, right? Like, cause that's the kind of stuff that's on there. And for me, it's kind of like, that's not the experience that I'm into. Like I'm, I'm older, I want to, you know, I want to go on and I want to have some sort of experience that makes me feel better about buying the pair of shoes, not makes me feel like I'm wasting time trying to buy this pair of shoes. And then even worse, when I don't get it, I feel like, man, I, I really wasted time or energy or put in, you know, tons of effort. And I feel like, you know, for me, that's, that's part of the process. That's part of the problem with Nike is that they're trying to, they're trying to convince, they're trying to create something that's not what we're trying to do. Right. Like, and so, you know, the activations and, and all of that stuff back in the day, those are all things that would really bring us in. And that sort of made us feel like this isn't time wasted. This is you take your kids. You, if there's an activation, you can take your family if you wanted to. Yeah. You can give them a little bit of culture. Exactly. It is like you, you weren't just, like you said, wasting time that like as of late, like that's become very important to me because you can't get it back. I think the one thing that you can't get, yep. I spend money, yep. I spend more money. If I do so, whatever, I can figure it out. But like, as far as like sitting somewhere for an hour or two or 30 minutes, like when I could be doing something of value and then not, that, that, there's no way that that even makes sense to me, which is why I think it's even more important now to have that relationship with your consumer that's like translatable into a pleasurable experience, even if you're not winning something. Like there's got to be, I mean, there are plenty of ways and I talk about all the time, so like I don't want to talk about it, but like there are ways that we can intertwine. You go on the, the speakers app right now, there's a QR code for your, for your client. That's the last thing in your profile. It's been in there since 2011. So like realistically, and I think it started in 09, if I'm not mistaken, because I did an ID pair and they're like, do you want to sign up? And I was like, no, but like I had the QR code then. I started in 2011. So we're talking 2022, we're talking 11 years later. I have yet to use that QR code for anything other been finding out that it's my birthday and I'm in a Nike outlet and I might have 10% off something like yep. there are other ways that we can use that QR code as whatever you're talking metaverse. That's your, that's your identification. Like you're, you're doing a buy, like that QR code is specific to you. Make it a little bit more intricate, make it more personalized, make it more you as a person. So therefore when you do click the buy, it's easier to, to find out if you're an actual person, that's all. I'm not saying you got to come knock on my door with a gift card and be like, hey, Mike, we're sorry you didn't get a pair. I'm just saying, if you have all these tools and you have all this money at your disposal where you can, you know, we missed on this release. Let's do a tie-dye kit for 30,000 people real quick this weekend. You can do that, but you can't figure out how to make it a little bit more pleasurable for people who spend money on a weekly basis with you. I don't know. It, it just, and that's where my relationship with Nike becomes to fall, comes to falter because I'm like, I don't, if you can't respect me just enough to even give it something, then like, why am I even bothering? And we talk about it all the time. They're always like, oh, we're, we're coming up with new ways to find out what you guys love and how you guys like to interact with Nike. But where is it? I'm still waiting. Where is it? Right. Like you had a CEO come out and be like, we're changing Nike sneakers for the best. I haven't seen an update. I see, I see like Dave said, more stories. I see way more interactions with uh, kids skating and people doing stuff and short videos and short stories. But that doesn't change how I purchase stuff. Well, who's pulling up? Is a ring doorbell going off? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's the it's, it's it's a pair of sneakers. It, it's the age, is what it is. It's the age. I see. I see that ring doorbell go off. I'm like, who, who's who's there? Who's who's at the door? Yeah. <laughs> ring doorbell. I, I look. It's the UPS guy. It's Frank. He's dropping off some New Balances. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know what's funny? You know what's funny though? Like, 
so me and my wife are like looking at at lights and lamps and stuff and so we've been going back and forth for like two weeks and like so i'm you know i'm browsing like all these websites and looking at all these different like lighting stores and it's crazy i will be in some random store and i will you know i'll go oh this is cool this is cool this is cool i'll close out next thing i know i'm getting an email hey we'll give you 25 percent off if you come back and buy something nike yeah. won't even do that after you waited in line for 25 minutes to not get something right they won't say hey we noticed you didn't hit like what you just said mike like you know here's here's 10% off go buy something from our clearance or go buy something from our sales something right because that's a I, I work retail and I'm sure like most of us have sort of been in a retail space at some point in our life or as a as a employee and it's all it was always about conversion right it was always like someone walks in your store like oh yeah I don't have this for you but I can sell you on this or you're gonna buy this. I'm gonna upsell you. I want to. I want you to buy this as well. And like, there's n- Nike doesn't like. There's not even that effort to do that anymore. It's like you were here for this. We don't have it. Oh well. They don't even teach that in in like their retail stores. Like there are plenty of times. Like where, where was it the other day? I was somewhere. Where was I the other day? And they were selling a pair of something to someone. Where the fuck was I? I was having a conversation. We were talking. I went to go pick up. Oh, I was at SNS, as a matter of fact. And we were talking, and like, obviously, a new kid working. And I was talking to my boy, and we were bullshitting for a few minutes. And the kid's like, Oh, this lady's trying to get this shoe and this. And then he was like, We only have two uh, size and a half up, or, or whatever it was. And then I was like, I didn't even let him answer. I was like, So bring her this size and a half up if she's in between the two, just in case. So maybe she tries it on and it works out. He was ready to be like, No, nah, we don't have that half a size that she's looking for and call it a day. I'm like, but, but like, this is, this is, this is sales 101. Like even me as a customer, like I'd want to push that as well. Like I, I like, listen, if you don't have what I'm looking for, at least give me an option. Give me, give me something. Give me a yeah. shot. Give me a try. Like I went to eBay to buy the controller. Cause I was like, I, maybe I got a shot there. I'll see if somebody got it. Oh, 50 bucks. All right, cool. I'll take it. Like, even if you brought me a shoe that was more expensive than the one I was looking for, but it fit me great. I'll take it. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if I'm on Nike sneakers for two hours and it didn't work out. And then I get an email 15 minutes later, listen, Nike by you isn't open yet, but here's a passcode to get in there and 10% off your shipping or free shipping. Oh, you know, I love Nike by you. And you know how you know that? Because it's in my client profile. I'm in there three times a week. Like it's, there's, there's, there's plenty of ways that the, the brand can, can do more and they just don't. So. Absolutely. And it's interesting because like, Nike's expansion into the metaverse has always been interesting. It's been an interesting rise for me because it's like they've skipped over the real world to jump into this space, which is fine because I know that they want to be in there quick and they want to be first and they want to be, they want to make an impact. And instead of, you know, they bought Artifact, which is a, a digital um, a graphic design firm that's been doing this, this stuff for a while. They've already dropped their clones or their NFTs or whatever. So smart move by Nike to just purchase them and, and be able to jump into the space. But then they released to all... Uh, current artifact clone or NFT holders, a Nike capsule that we don't know what it is, but they just airdropped it into their wallet. So all the people who have one of these now have this Nike capsule to it. So I'm like, all right, cool. What that will become, who knows? But I thought about it. And I'm like, cool, man. I go after all your shoes. I didn't get it. Why don't you drop me something telling me, you know, something to make me 
feel like, all right, cool, man, look, you missed out on this, but when this drops, you can use your capsule or you can redeem this for an opportunity to get the next thing up. You know what I'm saying? Show me some love for the L I just took and set me up. So at least I, I feel like you're still trying to get me something, whether or not, I don't know if it's even feasible, but the fact that they did that for that, but won't do it for the real customers who have been loyal to a brand for 10, 20, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Like you have, like you said, you, you've got my QR code and you've had it for 11 years. You're telling me that you know that I didn't get these ones and you've got another pair of ones dropping in two months. You can't say you didn't get these. I'm gonna put you at the front of the line for these. Good luck. You know what I'm saying? Or here's redeem this code and you will have a, a first shot at it, exclusive access since you didn't get an opportunity the first You've been a loyal customer for so long. Like, where's that at? You know what I'm saying? You just gave me, or, or, or we're going to give Nike a great marketing tool right now. You're talking about Metaverse, right? So how about, because we're stepping into the Metaverse, when you are using your QR code on Nike sneakers, right? We're not, we're, we're not going to give you anything return physically. What we'll do is we'll give you NETH, which is Nike ETH, which is works on Nike's whatever metaverse site or whatever they're going to do right it's not really it doesn't right. really translate into dollars but what it does is it works on nike's metaverse world so you can put the money towards an accumulation bank there's no it's not real money so who cares it you can right. buy something through nike on the metaverse now at a certain point when you get to a certain level maybe it's five bucks in the real world it's three million neath but it's only five bucks in the real world and that's from all your l's now you can acquire something in the fake world or you can get five bucks off of this. Now, if we're moving into the metaverse, that would be a smart play. It doesn't cost you anything. And you're talking about all these interactions that you're trying to get people to do inside here, which they're already doing catching L. Okay, fine. Well, we're, we're traveling to the Nike store in Tokyo. This is a pretty cool, oh, you gained six E, neat. All right. Three right. million equals five bucks. So like now I'm doing all these things. Maybe it's a game that I play to get something back from you guys, but five bucks after trolling your sites or buying millions of things in the digital space for actual dollars might not be a bad idea, but you can take that same energy and keep it for catching L's right now. All the interactions right. that you do can be accumulating percentage points or something. I know we say a dollar every time you catch an L, you may be spending $60 million a day because everybody's catching L's. Regardless, let's, let's take that off the table. Make it something like a hay penny. Remember hay pennies back? Oh, you got a hay penny? Say half a penny. But like something on that margin that's small enough to feel like, okay, well, if I catch enough of these, I can put it towards something. Right. Redeem it for an opportunity, right? Nothing exactly. that costs nobody. So Maybe. I take five bells that get, I get 20 knees. Now I have 125 knees. And in order to get a exclusive access at a first shot at it, it's going to cost you 125 knees. That means you've taken five bells for the next one. You will be guaranteed exclusive access that doesn't guarantee you the shoe, but you get a shot at it first, right? That would, all right, bet. At least I got that. But, you know, and I'm hoping that that's what translates into this metaverse space because, you know, I want to be able to shop in the metaverse and have that shoe show up at my house. We just made something tangible in a matter of, I don't know, 15 minutes of talking about this. That's a tangible thing that could actually happen or transpire. That's 15 minutes. Right. Three people that don't work at the brand who are just fed up with how things work. Now, you're telling me you have thousands of employees and not one was like, hey, we should do something for our customers. Right. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, or at least I, let's hope they are. Let's hope that this is what's actually taking place. And this brings me back. And this brings me back to like, this makes me question whether they're as creative as as people think they are. I just, I, I feel like there is 
so much opportunity missed that that conversion that conversion of turning people into customers like that doesn't i feel like it it yes you sell out of everything you put on sneakers but there's so many people that are trying for things that don't hit and how are you converting them cuz you're not cuz for me if i hit if, if i get on the sneakers and and there's something that i want and i and i try for that that's all i'm trying for i'm not staying i'm leaving like after i after i get my l i'm i'm gone i'm not browsing you got to get me to browse the l is that bad taste in your mouth yeah how do you get me to browse you get me to browse by giving me something for for my time and my effort and maybe yeah maybe there's too many people like you said like where you know you can't give out five dollars or whatever but yeah you can do something creative that sort of all right this is our next thing up the metaverse we're going to translate what we're doing on sneakers to move you to that space we want you to be in that space with us too we want to convert you to that space here's how we're going to do it here's how we're going to create an incentive for you to follow us to that space and so now we have you know additional layers of 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 incentives that are going to build and capitalize um the more the more you spend with us or the more time you spend with us so that so that you do get rewarded for you know taking too many l's or whatever it may be um so i don't know i feel like yes they they definitely are sort of number one but they could they could dominate they could really dominate and and I feel like there does need to sort of be like a tipping point where people are like, yeah, it's maybe not worth my time to try. There, there's also, there's also, I mean, if you if you look at the trend of the brand itself, there there are way too many people who say yes there. I mean, I can see that from the outside looking in. Like, there's not a lot of people objectively approaching these these releases, drops, or collaborations. A lot of the time it's like, oh, that okay, cool, let's do that. Okay, cool, let's do that. Like tie is a perfect example. Like instead of saying yes, let's do that, say yes, we can do that, but we can also make it better. Have a little conflict within the office to be like, not in a competitive way, but in just a reimagining way where you're like, okay, well, we're gonna do A Mom and Yay threes. Yeah, but there's also uh you guys had the basement in London. London did a pretty cool Air Max 90. There are other creatives that you can use that have a leg in the culture and i mean you might not align with you know their thoughts or their actions per se but that doesn't mean that they're bad it doesn't mean that they're that they, they can't work out and you can't expose a different perspective like a different creative perspective so to speak to what it is that nike does there there are plenty of different like union la is dope but i'm pretty sure there are plenty of other people they can reach out to that are in the same space or of the same space or in and around the same thing that they can put a collab together with as well. There are millions of brands. There are hundreds of people that are dying to do a collaboration. To use the same people all the time, to me, is kind of a slap in everyone else's face. So okay, cool. I love James Whitner. That's cool. His work is great. His background's great. His story is great. His, his expansion is great. It's a little trivial how many stores he's opened in the past two years. Sorry about my light flickering. And how they did that in such a small amount of time but that's none of my business opening more too they're opening one in dallas here with that you don't you didn't hear that from me yeah but like I, that's a lot of okay but, but but without getting too sidetracked what i'm saying is there are plenty of other people instead of just saying yes to james whitner every single time and i've, I've listened i've sat in meetings with him and like listened to him talk 
he's he can grab you. He can grab you right by the throat without saying any without without grabbing you by the throat with his words. And I'm like, uh, all right, I see where they got it from. But someone at some point could be like, no, uh, I like the way this guy works. Let's use him. All right, yeah, we, we got this project. This guy will fit in there perfect. This team will fit in there perfect. Let's go with the street kids that are doing graffiti. They'll fit into this perfect. They dropped a graffiti up tempo uh, a while back. They did nothing with it. I remember seeing it. I remember being like, oh, that would be great for a graffiti spot because I was fucking with a graffiti spot. Like, it would be great to run a marketing plan through there. Even if you gave them an extra 60 pairs and they did something with it because you gave them marketing dollars and like it made sense. They did graffiti. Like, there are plenty. There are plenty of things to do, but they'd rather let that project fall at the wayside so they can put more dollars behind Travis Scott that's already going to sell out. That's the thing that's most confusing. And everybody's like, yeah, we like the Travis Scott idea. But what about, right. nah, I we mean, need an idea for that. Right. I mean, I, I remember like what they did with the, when they did Blue the Great and Melanie Asani when they did the, the Hurt Their Shoes. You know, these were people I wasn't expecting to see. Um, and they didn't get much out of it. But I mean, those were successful, successful, successful shoes. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, I, I want that. I want, I don't need Travis every five seconds. I don't need, like, it's cool that he does a shit that he gets a shoe, but I, you should give me Blue the Great, an upcoming artist with a story to tell from Dallas who now lives in LA and he's going to blow up and do big things. Give me a, you know, give me a sour crepe screw out of Dallas who's doing all the merch for the Mavericks now. Give me something with them and let's see a perspective from a different culture, uh, from a different part of the country. And, and, and that's, that's, foster these creative ideas as opposed to just the same six people over and over again take the sb initiative sb does projects with tons of different people take the sb initiative and just brand that everywhere i mean they do different sbs uh cough drop different stories different different brands different skaters different places like why wouldn't you do that across the board don't you think that that would have a much more impact than just using the same three people because of whatever the reason is like i and like I said, that's all. You're yes nailing people. it. Yeah. Yep. You're nailing it. The SBs, are, I mean, that, that is literally perfect. You know what I'm saying? They have a different theme for a different store, for a different idea, and they sell out in seconds every time. They're exclusive as a motherfucker. They're hard to get, and they never sit on the shelves. That was the last time you saw an SB, a Nike SB dunk high or low still sit anywhere for longer than a day or two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless it's shock drops at a, at a shop that nobody's ever heard of. And you show up a day later, you're like, holy crap, they're still here. But like, they're, they're, that's exactly the right avenue. They're, they're, I mean, they're even doing a, uh, um, uh, a Pride SB, uh, SB this time this year. Uh, I don't, well, it might be a dunk, but it, I think it's an SB. Like, that shoe's going to blow minds. Like, use that approach for everything. Stop playing. No, I just love my Pride stuff. Exactly. exactly. I love my Pride stuff. Like, it was like, oh, yeah. And like, I support, like, I wear these all year long. I don't care. I just throw them on and, like, run out the house or something. Even the, yeah. the Vapor Max, the, the Vapor Max Plus. The Vapor Max. Dude, yep, with the, oh, with the, the rainbow color bottom. So it's my favorite one. I my got favorite the, one. I love that Air thing. Force Ones two years ago. I don't think I got anything last year because I don't think I liked anything they dropped last year. But, like, typically, like, I try and pick up a Pride something every time they drop it because I, like, yep. I like the theme. I like the idea. And, like, I just like that they – I like the fact that they do it, which is dope. Like, I, I just don't understand why they don't they – don't, the avenues are there and they just don't take them. What else you got, Dave? Can we, can we, can we change topics? <laughs> I got, I got nothing else. I got, I got nothing else. Um, I'm, uh, I'm actually hitting up against uh, my battery time right now. Um, well, how long has it been? It's been like two and a half hours, no? Yeah. No, yeah. no, almost, almost two hours. That's almost good. two hours, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, like I, I, I can I, hear my girl screaming over there. So my time is almost up. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah, no, I, I, um, I hear, I hear you all. Like I love, um, I love the pride stuff too, and I feel like, I feel like for for Nike, it's about the margins. It's just always going to be about the margins. You know why, why, why pay for material for fifteen different projects? when I could just pay for one big project and I know the margins are going to be so much lower and I'm going to sell it anyway at the same price. Right. So like for them, it's cheaper. So, I mean, I think, I think there's, I think they're always going to sort of, I don't want to say they're always going to, but recent times they're always just going to cut that corner because the outcome for them monetarily is always going to be the same. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what it kind of is. Right. It's about endless growth, right? They 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 want to always have that that economic growth. I can raise money, I can raise I can raise the price on on dunks five bucks every year, um, and do the same thing, increase my margin every year, rather than investing in long term, you know, um, success and 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 trying to keep customers and all of that. And so that's that's I, I don't know I think. They're not the only one that suffers from it. I think New Balance is starting to get there a little bit. Um, like you said, Adidas, some of their stuff is just too athletic. It's just I don't I don't know what who. Again, like I I was talking to James, uh, the other James earlier this week about like I don't I don't picture myself in their stuff. That's the problem. Like I don't. No one wears their stuff. No one's rocking their stuff like that. It's not. It's it's not that for the bad bunny joints. I rock those heavy. You were the first and only person I've seen rocking <laughs> bad bunny. I got a pair right there. The new ones they just showed up today. So I got the Joe Fresh Good uh 993s. They're right here. And then the bad bunny showed up at the same time. So I got them right there. Gotta You're the only all. person. Oh, I think Jules wore some on Saturday, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Yeah. So, TJ's rocking them heavy too. TJ gets down with with them. Uh, right. He's heavy on the forum. Forum eighty five is not bad though. Nah, forum is nice. I like the forum. Okay. It is comfortable too, which is is cool. I just don't like the silhouette. Yeah, I, I like the low. I don't like the I don't like the highs very much at all. High, um, and my high. my beef with Yeezy still continues. I'm just kind of bored. Yeah. Um, but I go through stages where I'm like, that'd ah, be a cool shoe to have back, but. Uh, currently, I don't own a single Yeezy anymore. It's okay. You're not missing anything. I think I have like five in total. No, I'm lying. Yeah. I pushed them all out and went and got more SBs. Because that's, that's where I'm at. My SB uh, collection is just it's too dope. All right, gentlemen. I got to I gotta... <laughs> right, like jump through the window right now. <laughs> well, uh... Thank you all for jumping on.